0: From Noble Robot on East Hennepin Avenue in Limitless, Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk games and game development.
1: I'm Ellen Burns Johnson, and I make nice games.
0: I'm Stephen McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Martha Croy, I too make nice games. For this week's episode, our topics are grind and emphasizing uniqueness. And so, if everyone's ready, let's start. Okay, so calendar math lined up such that yes. Dale and I went to Gen Con like two weeks ago. Right, right, right. Where we're sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. From where you're listening to this, dear listener, it was like a month or so ago. Yeah. Um, But this is the first time I've had an opportunity to tell you what happened. Yes. Um, Which is, we had a good time. We pitched to some publishers. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, But the main bit of news I want to talk about is uh, we Dale and I signed some copies of GLOM on the Gen Con show floor. That's amazing. So hype. Which is like... Insane! <laughs> High five! <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing: those folks, they've only got half the set, so they got to find the two of you, Aha. yeah, uh, out in the wild to so complete components. the. Yeah, exactly. Um, but definitely, it's it, as a little silly moment. We talked about this at Origins. Our, our publisher rep, um, Sydney, who's been great to us, yeah, was like, "Oh, you should. When you're here, you should sign copies." And we're like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: that's a
0: goofy thing. Uh-huh. Um, it didn't feel real, and it still it still seems still does seem silly, but." It's like a little moment. It's like, you know what? There are game designers who kind of, their, their whole career, they fantasize about signing a copy of their work on the floor of the biggest gaming convention in the world, I think, at least in the U.S. Yeah. Like, and, and it's a little, maybe a little unfair that we took a different route there. That you know, And so we should appreciate it. Mm. And so I'm trying to appreciate it. Yeah. Even if it's kind of silly. Um, but it was great. Um, Dale had a great time, and because of that, I had a great time, because mm-hmm. that's how it works. <laughs> um, and we drove there, drove back. Nothing more to say. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, Ellen, you were on here?
2: You have Were sick
1: this weekend? Yeah, well, I, that's why I said that when the, we talked about going and watching Star Trek last Thursday. Oh, yes, that's right. I was like, okay, I, mean, so yeah, I have an ear infection that really oh. laid me out for weekend plus, um, so I did... The plus is now. Uh, the, plus. the plus is the plus was Thursday. Oh, okay. The and plus Friday. is now. It's like,
0: there should be like fog rolling in from behind me when I say that. Like.
1: The plus is now. It's like one of those kind of like important sounding phrases that's full of nothing. It <laughs> Means absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we can make a website called the plus, and then it could sell like woo stuff. Perfect. Um. Anyway. Uh yeah, so I lay it was just kind of laid low the entire weekend yeah. and did a bunch of nothing. We watched Good Omens season 2. Ah. Uh Eric started watching that documentary on Netflix about Bernie Madoff. Boo. Um and I played all of a uh, fun escape the room adventure game on mobile oh. called Agent A, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So, that was my weekend. It sucked, but the game was cool.
0: <laughs> so, mixed experience.
1: Yes.
2: Next. <laughs> Um, I'm on here. Mm-hmm. I didn't put myself on here. I'll Someone else right did. There. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a game jam this weekend. That's cool. It's actually a really cute story. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, a friend of mine um, is running a game jam just amongst a group of friends for um, her husband because he's been really interested in making games. Yeah. Yay. Um, he's actually been working on a game. Uh, I'm going to put him on blast now, I guess. He's working on a game <laughs> uh, through. Um, What's it? The uh, Fortnite has like a game making thing now? It, Unreal Engine for Fortnite. Yes. Something which like, is that. like
0: yeah. I mean, I've got criticisms uh-huh. but <laughs> as a tool for someone who like doesn't want to set up a development tool chain. Yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, as actually I've like I've played through what he's made so far. He's actually like coding. This is, yeah. He nice. did not expect to be coding. <laughs> um but at any rate it's like a whole yeah, it, so like um she's been setting this up for him and um so we're gonna be participating in it. Me and my brother are like helping do it. Yeah. They haven't done game jam before. Um so we're like helping them kinda run it. It's at my brother's house. Um, fun so yeah this really weekend it is this weekend oh yes. it's
0: off by a bit because uh, Twin Cities Playtest is this week yeah uh, next month yes we'll, we'll oh see. no I,
2: I brought it up and he'd be, he put it on his calendar now. nice <laughs> that's <exciting. laughs> actually that's a good point I should have like a bunch of people show their games off for, for, for sure football. yeah be that's be a fantastic. good idea yeah,
1: yeah. Like a I don't like know I, yeah. I love the idea of doing like a like a a little private game jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like that, a salon.
0: It's a birthday gift, right? Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, I know. What a cool idea. <laughs> it's and it, it
2: wasn't a surprise. She was initially thinking, yeah, it'd be it would be fun to be a surprise. Surprise. Right? You're working this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but I
0: think it's just the sweetest thing. Um, yeah, that she's running out
2: this whole thing. Well, it's, it's great. great. I
0: mean, you're gonna you are gonna be there to guide it mm-hmm. and like what what an amazing way to do it for the first time yeah right to have yeah. you over a shoulder I, that's great. I that guy.
2: <laughs> yeah Lucky all, guy. charles is really really excited i think partly because he's having people over at his house yeah because um, he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of people at his house yet he's a
0: homeowner but he's not like a party guy
2: yeah exactly <laughs> um so he's like doing a lot of prep like he's trying to set up a whole thing because we're having all people. the
0: dips in the right place and <laughs>
1: A lot of we're, pressure. So well, cool.
2: having people online participate as well, so it's Don't like it. hybrid. Oh, wow! Uh, yeah, so like it'll be it'll be really fun. That's I'm looking cool. forward to it. Right, let's play those games. Yeah, Yay. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: I'll let y'all know about it. It'll, nice. be, it'll be good. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, it's topic time. Up it first, is. it's Ellen. I'm trying to do a transition thing.
1: <laughs> you, you did a good job. I think it's it felt different than what we usually do. My nice yeah. games, <laughs> What we usually do is like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Something like that. that's an accurate description. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just actually put like. So, some Ellen, words what to is your topic? Yeah. Okay, um, I'm sorry, I ruined it, Mark. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I set us down that path. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my topic is grind. Like mm-hmm. um,
2: when you're skateboarding, and
1: no, that'd be sick. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about the other kind of grind. <laughs> yeah. Not not anything you're playing in. yeah.
2: So like specifically though, what kind of grind are we talking about? Because
0: like that's not mm, a, that's like just dark roast or
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of grinds. No, I'm
0: no, thinking no okay. about I, so... we're like playing dumb over here. Right? <laughs> you and I are the worst right now. No, 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 no.
1: Steven, your stick is when you start a topic, you're like, "So what does that mean?" And yeah. my stick is like, "Grind." We think of it this way, but what if it's not? Okay, yeah. um, so. I grind in, to be to put on the Steven hat for a second. Yep, when I talk about grind, I'm talking about the parts of some games where you're just like hammering out the actions, you're going so through the motions, you're going through the motions, mm-hmm. and specifically, you're going through those motions. Not necessarily because those motions are inherently fun, yeah, anymore, maybe they were at first, yeah, sure. Um, but because you have a you know, intermediate like a goal that's a, a little further out. Mm-hmm. And you want to hit that goal. Yeah, okay. And then oftentimes re- the game will replace that goal with another goal and you'll grind some more. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think it takes lots of different forms when you say something grindy. So when you say something's grindy, what you're really talking about is it has a particular type of emotional experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, I still want to play, but uh, there's this thing I've got to get through so the fun can happen again. You,
2: you know, it's really fascinating the way you're describing grind to me in, in such a negative light. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> because Okay.
1: <laughs> um, good. I was hoping we could have yeah, this conversation. I,
2: okay. So a lot of times the way that you're describing grind is accurate. Like you're trying to do this thing because you want an unlockable or the game's really difficult, I guess, and you're having a hard time getting through it. So you just keep fighting the same boss over and over or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I think that grind can just be like relaxing. Ooh. Where you you're just you're just doing something that you're familiar with and yeah. you're comfortable with. And so you're just doing that and like in the meantime you're watching something on T V or you gotta stream up or you're listening to music or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like it's just like an activity for you to do to like relax at the end of the day.
0: I feel sort of similarly okay. in that like when you were just saying a, a grind is the thing you have to do to get to the thing you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you can't make me grind. There's no emotional tricks you can do to get me to grind that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you can trick me quite easily to grind. <laughs> if it, it like, just because it's autonomic or it's simple to do. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I think I've talked about this in the show before. I'm now at the grindy stage of Tears of the kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying it less and less for that reason. Yeah. But part of it's my fault because I don't have any goal. <laughs> Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I am just wandering through, finding the things to upgrade my armor, even though combat is a joke in that game and Lynels are dropping like flies. <laughs> I don't, I don't need, I don't need any upgrades, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but I'm just doing it because it's easy mm-hmm. um, and it's repetitive and it gives you that sort of like that scratches that itch. Yes. I, I'm very specifically not interested in the goal yeah. of, of the grind. Yeah. And I don't think that's unusual. No, I don't right? think so either. Yeah, I th- I feel like that's like half of MMOs, is like
2: you just like play it because it's a social thing to do around people mm-hmm. that isn't
0: like very intense. Because they're like-, like a plausible deniability that there's some point to it. Yeah, and you participate in that fiction. But you know in your heart it's not true. Yeah,
2: ultimately I feel like the activity, well, at least the way that I have approached MMOs in the past, and admittedly I don't play a lot of MMOs. So maybe this is this is a pattern. Um <laughs> is, is that like you like you just like doing a social activity mm-hmm. with people, but yeah. you don't necessarily enjoy the activity. It's just an excuse to get around people that you enjoy yeah. being with. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I I, tr- I treat like a lot of multiplayer games like that, like Fortnite. Um I don't play Fortnite. Well, I enjoy Fortnite.
0: Well, I'm going to stop you right there because oh, okay. I'd yank that whole dimension out of this grind conversation. Oh, okay, okay Because okay. that your motivations for doing those things, like, I mean, I'll stand in line at the county fair if yeah. I'm hanging out with friends. Sure. <laughs> I don't. I'm not interested in that Ferris wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I, but it doesn't mean that like the standing in line has anything to do with anything. Sure. Right. I suppose. I don't that's know why. why that was. I, it was a metaphor <laughs> that I did not need. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought it up though. Yeah. Because... yeah you're
2: drawing the line. Mm-hmm. you yeah.
0: saying with respect to what
2: grind is, at least with respect to this conversation.
1: I think that – I think for an MMO, like, yes, there are grindy parts, right? And they I guess there are grindy parts when we think of them from a mechanical perspective because the things that you're doing while you're grinding are maybe not enjoyable with if you only had that. Yeah. But – um, because of just the scope of an MMO mm-hmm. and it's huge and there's yeah. so many people and there's so much content and right. it's got to yeah. have a particular pace for it to work right. Yeah. And then also because it is serving as the backdrop for some pretty, you know, rich social interaction. Um, then it's grind i guess in the way that it, like that would serve a game design purpose sure yeah. but it doesn't feel grindy in the emotional sense of the word because okay. people bring in these other things that they're doing while they're playing
2: so you're basically only talking about the what feels like grind and not necessarily what is grind quote unquote
1: well i just wanted to explore it because oh, okay. i think this is one of the really interesting things and i think that i'm on the outlier here i'm in the minority i just don't like grind um in an mmo if i'm socializing and i'm like running around getting herbs to make the potions for the raid later then that makes sense because there's like a relatively proximal goal of the raid later and i need to bring the potions so mm-hmm. that i do my part for the team mm-hmm. yeah and i'm also like on discord chatting with the people or on yeah. chat chatting with the people and yeah. dodging the horde and I've told this story before calling in my boyfriend to rescue me um (laughs) anyway but like if I were just playing the game only it would feel super grindy sure yeah right um and so that's interesting to me because like planning for that external interaction um is is fascinating to me as like part of the game design decisions around that yeah um and I just kind of want to explore yeah I want to explore grind as a topic because if it weren't for any other type of grind, I'm just not interested. Okay. Now, the only exception, and this was interesting that you brought this up because mm. I realized that the exception comes from, like, quote, unquote, grinding out a boss. Yeah. Because to me, that doesn't feel like grind. It feels like practice.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. That's how you would describe it, too, Steven, right? E-
2: yeah. I guess I, I, they feel similar to me.
0: Yeah. In, in
2: in a lot of ways. I suppose I'm more is focused. It, is
0: it that a lot of people describe that as grind? And yeah. so you're like, no, 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 that's a good thing. But you've kind of given in on also describing it as grind? Yeah, I guess that might be why. And that's kind of why maybe. you're defending grind a little bit? A little bit, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. But,
0: but on the other side, mm-hmm. Ellen, you're the one of us who plays free-to-play mobile games. I do. Yes, And do. those have no goal at all. Right.
1: Yeah, get the next horse. Uh, right, that's <laughs> the... <laughs>
2: You're grinding grinding till you get to the mm-hmm. next horse and then you gotta do the same thing and that's just grind that's that's, that's just what grind. grind is. Yeah, and
1: I, I drop I do play a lot of those games and I play none of them for very long.
2: Right. right. I don't know, you played that horse game probably. And the dragons
1: game too. Yeah, I do. Uh huh, so I don't think that's But that was more of a no, that was
0: Yeah. Well, okay, to be fair <laughs> to Ellen though, like when you yeah. were saying like you're the one of us that doesn't like grind, I'm yeah. like, I hate grind. And then I just described how much of it I'm doing in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I think we're all like that, right? Yeah. That, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the problem with Grind. Right. nobody right. likes it. We all freaking do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that... well, why do we even do it? I mean, it...
0: not why do we do it? I understand why we do
2: it. Because because like, like, we're, we're monkeys. Like Exactly. Like, there's <laughs> a whole psychological thing, and there's a whole, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to get into that. But, like, because, like, it's, you know, it's just Skinner boxes or whatever um but like why do we keep putting these in games developers that's a really good question that's what i don't get yeah because i think it serves a purpose in some cases like in uh in an rpg like a, like a turn-based rpg or whatever when you got levels and like there's a boss and the boss is really hard and yep. like you could like beat it if you like were really tactically advanced and knew all the strategies and whatnot but like a lot of times people will allow you to like Grind up levels so you
0: don't have to. Yeah. Right, because in a turn-based RPG, mm. grind is a proxy for skill. Yeah, because you don't. There's no twitch reflexes. Yes. I mean, strategy is one thing. Yeah, and I'm not saying those games don't have like skill-based challenges right. of any kind. Right, but they're not the same as you know grinding out a boss yeah. in Dark Souls or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the right? Yeah. So, so I think you're not talking about grind then. Oh, dang it! Okay. Well, I don't
1: know. <laughs> No, I think you are. Okay. Yeah? Because that's what people describe grind. That's where the term yeah. comes You're from. You're going to grind out some levels.
0: So I guess, well, beat I the mean, boss. there's the activity of doing it, but yes. I, I suppose I'm trying to put it in a small little prison sure. of things that are pointless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the point is to beat the boss.
0: Well, right. The point is that, but well, like, right. But th- what I'm saying is, it's a yeah. proxy for practice and skill. Yes. Therefore, it provides the emotional satisfaction. Oh, of, I, uh, of of yes. what of what you know gotcha. training for a big match and having it totally paid sense. off. Yes. The the that do you know what I mean? It yeah. just provides it in a different way. Yeah. That mechanically is identical to other kinds of grind that have no value. Yes.
1: Yeah, and I think that um you've kind of captured what I think is the purpose of grind from a game design perspective in Mm -hmm. what type of emotional experience you're wanting and that is to serve as a contrast to the payoff
0: (laughs) yeah that's all it is
1: it's just to serve as a contrast to the payoff yeah and um you can get i think a similar emotional experience to when you're like practicing on a hard boss Mm. it's just that you know when there's a – it's it's just you can see the end – you can see the finish line when there's a grind that's based on like a level or the yeah. number of items you need to have to do this thing. You know, you have a – there is a clear end end goal. You can see that clearly clear line. It's not just like, you know, you're trying to get that last little collectible and you've got to spin exactly the right way and hit the button exactly the right way. Otherwise, you're going to miss it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you don't know when you're going to hit it. You just have to keep practicing until you do. That is, I think, maybe a bigger emotional payoff when you hit that, yeah. Um, but also, like, you might just be more likely to give up because there's you you don't you don't see yourself getting closer per se. Sure. And I think um, one of the things that makes grinding, like you would grind out a level or grind out some consumables for something or do like grind out a bunch of quests or whatever so you can mm-hmm. get the cool amount, yeah, is that you can see that incremental progress, yeah, and that is motivating to keep going. That progress is motivating. You've got a little bit of like, um, what's the word, Uh, like sunk cost dynamics in there uh, as well. And so I think that's why it comes up pretty frequently because it is an effective way to create that kind of contrast. Um, What's interesting to me is like what seems grindy to one person can also not seem grindy to another. And I don't really know how you deal with it. Because like you've – I think, Mark, you've talked about like you don't really like the cooking in – Breath of the wild, oh and cra-
0: like- crafting and all games can just go jump in a lake like- right <laughs>
1: okay and i i some games i don't like crafting and mm. some games i do like i really like the cooking in breath of the wild i haven't mm. played here's the kingdom yet but i really like doing it. it's like mushroom ding anyway so but like that didn't feel grindy to me because even though it had an aspect of the grind I would still describe it as grind, but it didn't feel grindy. It I don't know. Feel I, bad. Would,
0: I wouldn't describe the cooking in Breath of the Wild as, yeah, as grindy. Oh, really? I, say okay. that either, I would describe yeah. it as pointless.
1: But <laughs> gotcha.
0: But no, 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 because yeah. it's it's. I mean, because it's not necessary to do any right, of the things. It's in that game. <clears throat> yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah,
2: I I'm I'm struggling to come up with an example of a game that I've like grinded for. Um, that was just like because I wanted the the unlockable or something. Um, cause it's
0: I don't know it felt tedious. Well, I think partly is that grind is a it's a definition that players put on games. It's yeah. not something that developers tend to put on games. Yeah, not that those conversations don't happen in the halls of wherever. Yeah. Um, you know, especially like sort of you know um dark pattern stuff or whatever to get people to play more. Mm. Whatever. Uh, accepting that, I think yeah. it's generally so. When you think about like oh. what is grind, I sort of tolerated. Like you, yeah. you tend to exclude all the things. That might be quote unquote grindy that yeah. you didn't take offense to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're trying to think of something else. And it's sort of an impossible definition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because mechanic you cannot define it mechanically. Right. Yeah. Right. As much as it seems like you should be able to. Like you really can't. It's it's very contextual. But I want to try. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, listen, I'll sit back and see if you can manage. Oh, yeah. lord! Uh, Let's
1: try for five it's minutes. It's only an hour-long podcast. No, we'll try, for, we'll try for five more minutes and see what we come up with. And then we'll uh, handle it. We'll man, hand it to the get listeners. Your time timer. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. on my desk. It's
2: familiar. been a while since we had that. Um, mechanically, how would you even describe grind? Like, because it...
1: Um,
2: you... When... Yeah, it's too late. I'm too tired. Is that blood coming out out of your
1: ears?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I need more time. I'll come up with a talk or something and then never do it.
1: Never work. (laughs) Here's how we do it. We have to give a wrong definition and then the listeners will correct us.
2: Oh, that's perfect. Actually, yeah, that makes it a competition. No, I don't
1: know. So you put that challenge to us, Mark, and I was thinking, okay. um, Well, I mean, a lot
0: of people say the simplest definition is grind is doing something over and over again. Yeah. And immediately I could say, no, there's like way, there's way too many exceptions to that. Right. But I think that's a common and maybe even commonly accepted simple definition of grind. Yeah.
1: Well, so is a gameplay loop. (laughs) <laughs> oh so there you go yeah. That's the I'm talking about, right? right
0: it's the difference between a satisfying one and one that is like so ba- like oh this is just repeating over and over again it's like wasn't well, that what games are It's like yeah but 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 yeah this, this one is not fun or it's not or it's just right. appealing to my emotions and not my satisfaction and you know what i mean like yeah it's i think it's impossible to really actually properly define it and it's going to be different for different people like you know tetris is pretty grindy but like That's also true. you won't find a lot of people complaining about that as a as a part of the game. Because yeah, it's core to the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and not in even an exploitive, emotionally uh, manipulative way, I might argue. Um mm-hmm. but it has all the hallmarks of a grind if you use that simple definition.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would I guess I would sell on it's a unfun part of the gameplay loop that people go through in order to reach a fun part. So, oh, I mean,
2: <laughs> the way that you were describing it, Mark, makes it seem like it's just a critique. It's a criticism, and it's a term for that purpose
0: alone. Mm. Yeah. So it's not it's really... All, it's mm. sort of the um the failure of... I mean, the hallmarks of a thing that can be thus determined grindy yeah. are sort of repetitive actions. Yes. That is a that is a, a, a common ingredient. Yeah. But it tends to be something you say about a gameplay experience that fails to do what it probably wanted to do. Mm. Yes. Right, and again, accepting the kind of game designs and, and free to play games that are specifically meant to exploit that yeah. part of you. Setting that aside, yeah, um, things can feel grindy when to the developer they were trying to make them feel progressive and yeah. and, and leveling and and you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hmm, reminded yeah. of Assassin's
2: Creed because you know, eventually they yeah. added the levels and junk.
0: Yeah, when they they got more RPG like, yeah. but they didn't change enough of it to satisfy the sort of RPG leveling yeah and then there were too many levels yeah and so i would say the critique i would have of that is it's kind of grindy but there are certainly other people who will be like no it's exactly right amount of levels and just amount of time between them and the amount of repetitive tasks felt good because i got better at you know yeah so like it is kind of to taste yeah right i feel i have a strong argument in the case of those games but sure you know (laughs) i'm saying that there is no You can't really define.
2: Yeah. Okay. And I think that, yeah, that makes me feel more comfortable with the idea that you can't define it. If it's really meant to, if the term is meant to be more of a critique and not meant to be useful uh, from a game designer sense.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Because I'm trying, I think that's part of what I was struggling with when I was trying to come up with how do you mechanize Mm -hmm. grind is like as a game designer, what does that mean? Does that mean this player has to do the thing over and over again? But, like, if they enjoy it, then it's not a grind. So that right. doesn't matter. Yeah. Even if they're doing something over and over again, like, it doesn't, it, it can, like, that doesn't make it bad. Yeah. Um, It yeah. can make it familiar. Like I was describing it before, it can be a familiar thing that you enjoy. Tetris is a familiar thing yeah. that people enjoy. Yep. And they'll just play through it and, um,
0: and you it, know. They'll... It doesn't even have to be, like, unique or, yeah. inter- or intellectually satisfying. Right. I mean, think about, like, I don't know, like, you have, like, a a... Chip of ice falls onto the kitchen counter. Yeah, and one of the things you can do is hold it in your hand and watch it till it melts. Yeah, little things like that. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to throw it away. You don't. You're not close enough to the sink. Right, and so like you're kind of grinding through that last piece of ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, but it's fun, right? It's yeah. just enjoyable. You see the shapes as it as it slowly shrinks and yeah it morphs. That's interesting. But but you but put like, that I, game mechanic in a video game, right? And and you and attach points to it and make someone do it over and over again. Yeah, you know just sounds like a grind right yeah. like it sounds yeah. grindy but like there are plenty of things so for it to not be grind it doesn't need to graduate to like super interesting yeah is, is my point yeah hmm. right yeah yeah
2: yeah yes. well i feel comfortable with the knowledge that i have gained today
1: good that was my goal <laughs> that was my goal and for the record i don't do that i take the ice chip and i give it to dante my dog yeah
2: and not everybody dante.
0: has a dog ellen
1: well, that should be—that's <laughs> my end, next goal.
0: Then you end up with like a bunch of slobber on the ground, probably. That's that's from Pixel. Oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other dog who won't eat dice junks.
2: You got a T-shirt.
1: I wore the T-shirt. You yesterday. did? Yeah. Oh yeah! How did it feel? It's you know I've had it for months and months and it's mm. still amazingly soft. Yeah. It's soft when I got it and it's still soft.
0: Dale and I each wore the T-shirt to our pitches at Gen Con. Oh, oh
1: nice representative. are Our great. little
0: little teammates there. Yeah. What shirt are we talking about, Stephen? Uh, the Nice Games Club T-shirt.
1: What? Yeah. Nice
0: Games Club with a
2: T-shirt. We do have a T-shirt. We
1: have a T-shirt. We have a T-shirt. You, a
2: t-shirt. you can get it at nicegames.club/shirt. It's very comfortable, as we've described. Um, they last while, well, last a long time. Yeah. You know they're good, comfortable. Nice icon on the front. Yeah. Yep. It says Nice Games Club on the back. You can yep. hide that if you don't want people to know it's Nice Games Club shirt. That's kind of weird, but all right, that's fine. You can you do you with your fashion. Um, <laughs> back to the wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what he means to say, dear listener, yes. is that it's not an advertisement for the show. Exactly. It's the logo for you to show, to support that. That you know, like this is the cool thing you like. Mm-hmm. It's not for us to put a billboard on you. No, you know? no. Yeah, actually. And that's... what I mean to say that is that the text is very small. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and on the back.
1: Yes. And, and if also... we wanted
0: it to be a billboard, we done a bad job.
1: <laughs> we sh- we could make a billboard shirt.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, that's later. But we wanted it to be a shirt that you could actually you could you could wear to your parents' house. Yeah, yeah. And they won't they'll be like, Oh, that's this is a cool looking shirt. They'll be like, Yeah it is. And then you can give them the URL. And then... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's the trick.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item
0: at regular price.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Stephen, explain this to me. Emphasizing uniqueness. Okay. um, As opposed to letting it hide under a bushel.
2: (laughs) So the origin of this topic was uh, I initially put market research on here, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't. Talk, I don't do a lot of market research, and I'm not a marketer. I don't really know how to sell games very well. Um, but what I do want to talk about is like understanding what it is about your game that is cool and interesting and different from other games. Like,
0: oh, Brian with a sledgehammer. Okay. Yes, Brad a... <laughs> Nail that.
2: That's the main pitch.
0: What's the log line? What's the yeah? How do you, how do you get the person's attention? What's right. the hook?
2: But but like I, I, there's there's two ways to look at this because like from there's a, the the game developer perspective. Well, it's, this is something unique about this game that you want to make sure stands out um, from your in through the through your design and things. Right? Like you want to make sure that my 2D pixely platformer stands out from all the other 2D pixely platformers. And why is that? It's because you jump three times instead of two. I don't know, whatever. Um, but there's also the aspect of it from a marketing perspective because, like, just because you could jump three times doesn't mean
0: that. Right. If you have if you're really good handling yeah. in your precision platformer, yes. it's kind of hard to put that on the back of the box. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah,
2: handling was a better term than three jump.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> um, so, like, I guess I want to talk about it from, like, two sides because um, I think that it's important to it's important to know that as a developer, the distinctiveness between these two things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like just because you have a really tight, really solid platformer does not mean that that is something that you can put on. Yeah. On the, on your description and
0: people will flock to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a very early mistake. A lot of developers make mm-hmm. is to, to talk about like, this is such a well-made game. I did. Yes. And I think of a lot of like buyers in the market. They're like, Great. I wasn't going to buy any other type of game. Yeah. <laughs> like all right yeah. and Right, yeah. Right.
2: You need mm-hmm. you, there needs to be a like a hook, I guess. Um and frankly that hook doesn't necessarily have to be super unique, but it can be like a fan, like a fancy art style, interesting animations. Um it can be the way you jump. I don't know, like maybe your jumps are super floaty and well, that's I I like draw. I mean no, but okay. I I like
0: <laughs> I like how you descri- described it as like separate from the game design. Yes. Because if your game is just a very competent 2D pixel art platformer, yeah. that's going that might die in the market. Right. But that doesn't mean it's a bad design. It doesn't yeah. mean you made a mistake as a designer. Right. It means you're gonna have to work a little harder to get people to look at it yeah. because they're they've seen enough of that. Yeah. But that doesn't. I hope you're not saying that. Or I mean, maybe maybe it's worth deciding mm. from that side of it to say, well, maybe what I need to do is put a little bit of a stamp on it even if it's not what I really wanted to do.
2: Oh, is. I am not saying that. Okay. And I'm glad you brought that up because I don't think that that's a good way. I don't know. Yeah. I, the part of my thing is the way that I think of games um, is not from a marketing standpoint. I know Business Stephen is, is, is uh, <laughs> knocking on the door, I guess, going, <laughs> I what are you talking outside. about? Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I do think there's a difference between that because, like, the game you make, maybe it isn't, like, sellable, right? And not a lot of people will buy it just because it's not, like, super unique. But it's a game. It is going to be, by definition, because you made it, it's going to be something that's special, right? Hmm. Um, Yeah, you could try to copy everything
0: and it's still going to be all yours. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, And so, like, I think that that's important that your game continues to hold on to that. I don't want people to think that, like, because this game um doesn't have a hook like a really good strong hook um i have to like throw a hook onto it in order to make it sell better hmm. um and like frankly i'm saying that because i guess i'm thinking of this in respect to like games as art and not games as products that need to be sold yeah realistically um it, it, if you're if
0: you have a business and you need to make money then you have
2: to think about that in some some respect mm-hmm. otherwise yeah, you
0: know i guess what you're saying is you don't need an, another reason to tell people that they're already yeah. hearing it enough yeah the back of their mind yeah in you know, all the various articles about how to sell your game on steam or whatever yeah mm-hmm. you don't want to you don't want to add to that course exactly okay
2: um but i think i think there's like different ways you can approach this idea of uniqueness like like i remember we had a guest on nintendrew he had um, made a 2d platformer
0: carl carl yes carl um, c <laughs> dot a dot r <laughs> dot l dot <laughs> Yes, um, and like a lot of the- stands for something we were told, yeah, I forgot what I forgot, what <laughs> it was too- but we were also told it didn't matter
2: <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, yeah, um, but like, I think that like that game was sold on the fact that it was a return to form from old platformers, it, had, it was like a mascot platformer sort of thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, um, and so like that's
0: that uniqueness, and that angle a bit of a trick, yeah, because it's sort of like if you if you didn't say that about it, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't come up with that as a way to describe it yourself, yeah but it's also accurate. Right. Is a way to describe it. Right. So it's not it's not really tricking you even though it's a little bit of a trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a really good example. Yes. Um so I
2: like that idea. So like it's just because like your game is maybe like is similar to another game and it's just like, you know, another I keep saying 2D platformers because there's a ton of 2D platformers, right? Yeah. You can make your game stand out in a market sense by just like hitting on what makes what can be unique about it even if it's not
0: necessarily unique yeah and that's hard to and it's hard to say here's right? the but thing yeah even if it's not the most interesting part of the game yes right yeah like let players discover some of those things yeah. like even though even if you think the thing you put the most effort into the thing you think is what makes it stand out in terms of the the library of video games yeah it doesn't have to be the thing you sell it on yes it's not it doesn't you're not betraying your game right. if you don't put that in the marketing mm-hmm. and instead lean on something else it's a little easier to explain yeah little bit more because once you got them then they'll find all that the stuff mm-hmm. right right all that's easier said than done yeah but absolutely. i think it's very i think people tend to really they don't separate those two ideas yes um of, yes of what what's sort of like technically different and unique about the game versus mm-hmm. like the positioning of the game because there's if you describe how a game is and all the things that are unique and interesting about it yeah you could theoretically come up with like a perfect taxonomy of what is specific about this game yeah but If you're going to position it in the marketplace there's 12 ways you could do it that are equally good yeah right
2: yeah yeah
0: exactly yeah
2: and I, I think yeah like you like you were saying earlier I think it is important to emphasize the difference between like the game design and the marketing aspect of it because from a game designer perspective like what is unique about it is kind of what is driving you to make this game right like I don't know, you really like Mario games, but you were like, "I wish Mario had a sharper jump or something." Yeah, or could and, jump
0: three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's unique. Ooh, no way. one's done that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so what? like, <laughs> <laughs> heck, <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: no, I was just counting
0: it with with wahoos. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, so like, yeah, like that that is something that is driving you to make the game right. That's something that is that is unique to you, but it's not necessarily something that can can. That a player will understand, right? Yeah. Um, the the way that you handle is different from Mario. Like, that's not necessarily something that'll get people on board. It might get some sp- particular people on board because they don't like Mario games, but they like platformers. I don't know. Um, but that's not enough, right? Like, it needs to be something different. But you also don't want to focus on that as your only thing. Um, you don't want to focus on what's unique to, to make your game stand out from a game design standpoint, because that won't necessarily make your game better, and it won't. It can and it can potentially make your game different or worse from what you actually want it to make yeah this i feel I feel like I'm being very vague about it because it's like yeah. hard to yeah it's hard to be specific
1: i think I think it's hard to be specific yeah. because um I think you're trying to come up we're trying to come up with some very general guidelines that cut across genres, yes. Um, and I was just wondering, I was trying to think of, like, okay, could we get to something more helpful by go- doing running through some examples? Yeah, I was going to yeah.
0: say, let's take the games we were ton, mm, yeah, and either how we've done it or how we would do it again. Yeah, well, okay, Fingence is a good example, yeah. I think, uh, because, you know, it's a shoot up.
2: up um, and that has a particular type of uh, player, because a lot of them are, like, score-based high-score. Uh, um, the, like, they like a lot of high-scores and stuff like that. Infinites doesn't even have scores. Yeah. Um. It so we emphasize the teamwork play because a lot of the design of that of the game is that too. But I also think that like that is a cool hook for the game. It's like it turns the 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 shooting genre and makes it a team cooperative game um, in now, a way that I think is
0: appealing to people. At least that's how I'm we try gonna to make a pitch it. to you. Oh yes. Because I have thought a little bit about how you might position Fingence in a market. Oh okay. And. Mechanically, what's unique about that mm-hmm. is, and you're gonna have to remind me the difference between European and American shoot 'em ups. Sure, but isn't one of them is a one hit kill, and one of them has hit bars. European
2: ones were the ones with hit bars, yeah.
0: And Fingence is European style, which is not as common. Yes, and um, has its own kind of fans and detractors yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that and the fact that you tried to design the different characters as like class based so that yeah. they could work together. Yeah, and so they'd be each unique and they play differently and all that mechanically that's what, what's different about them mm-hmm. and so y- what you're saying is that the resulting hook is then the teamwork yes i disagree okay the resulting hook is this is a party game ah well we tried to make it a party game <laughs> my brother is not he
2: was very very strongly trying to make this game a party or vengeance a party game yeah. and he's very dissatisfied well, the, with the amount of party game I it said, is, but i guess it doesn't matter
0: is, right? har- is not a traditional party game yeah sure in that i mean and Four people who've never played any shoot 'em ups before can have a great time. Yes. And so that's that's why I'm comfortable going down this road. Yes, that's fair. But mechanically, I wouldn't describe it as a party game yeah, no, necessarily and, well, because it is it is mm-hmm. very much skill based. It has yeah. lots of challenges that yeah. escalate. Yeah. I mean it's it gets really steep and that's really that's satisfying for a certain type of genre player. Yeah. But I would say the hook of that game is it's a shoot 'em up but also overcooked
2: yeah well it,
0: even it, if that's not maybe the most accurate
2: way to describe well, it and you're exactly illustrating my point though right yeah. and i appreciate that because that is true like that can be a hook for vengeance is that like it's a party game even though it's not a party game quote unquote yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it can be a party game or it can be advertised as a party game and then you can get people together to play the game and they understand the depth of it and that gets them hooked right like yeah. that, that yeah. that's that's yeah good... then
0: they'll like it or they'll have a little fun and put it down it's yeah. you're not deceiving anybody but there's there's more to get there to to for people who want to dig, yes, but you can't do all that work for them. Yes, yeah. Oh, that was a good example. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Cooperative, shoot them up. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have a twist on this exercise. Like thinking about examples. Okay. I wonder if one of the ways to try to start playing around with the idea of uh, your hook or like your to emphasize your uniqueness is yeah. try to just summarize the game in like one sentence. Not not saying yeah. that that sentence would end up being on the quote unquote the box or the cover, yeah. you know, the art yeah. or whatever, yeah. but like just that's, to get yourself going with it, yeah. I, I that's, that's how I would summarize Vengeance too. Is mm-hmm. cooperative shoot 'em up. I think mm-hmm. that's
0: step one of like coming up with a marketing spin for a game is to try. Yeah, and, yeah, to and then it. eventually that, that can lead you to, like a tagline, which yeah. kind of does both. It describes it and it is also, also sells it. Yes. Yeah, or you can have a, a selling hook that can be a whole paragraph, but wouldn't be what something you'd put on an F flyer right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the example I would use that, that has that line that is also the tagline is widget satchel, mm-hmm. which is, um, uh, get widgets, build do hickeys, do mischief. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that, that describes so little about what you actually do in that game, <laughs> yes. but like that, that is what that game is. Mm-hmm. And that is what we chose to position it as. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't say if it was the best choice we could have made for sure. it, but I feel pretty satisfied that we didn't. Cause one of the things that, mechanically what's interesting about that is that you can't die it's and so the levels are designed around that Mm. progression is designed around that the Mm -hmm. enemy encounters are designed around that that is probably its biggest mechanical differentiator when it comes to a metroidvania style game Mm -hmm. but that's not that interesting to put on the back of a box yeah it doesn't really sell it it doesn't if you didn't know that existed it wouldn't make you when you discovered it it wouldn't make you like the game more or less yeah it's its own interesting thing that Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can just yeah. discover
1: it on, the player just discovers it on their own. So, like, thinking in the same genre then, just to kind of experiment with some more, I was thinking about other, like, 2D platformers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, was it Ori and the Blind Forest was the first one? Yeah. yeah. Flat, 2D platformer with a fast little critter.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that is, that would be how I describe that's it. A, <laughs> that's an example, because, like, I, I think the advertising, the positioning around that is was really very based on its art style. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You wouldn't know it's a, pl- it's a Metroidvania until you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, or read a review, yeah. and I think it actually does kind of a bad job kind of telling you what that experience is going to be like. At least that was my experience when I played the game. I was like, oh, I was really prepared for something way different. Yeah, Yeah.
1: the art feels, the marketing that leads with the art style makes it feel very whimsical and kind of airy and more slow-moving. Yeah. But you're a fast little, you are a fast little critter. You (laughs) go all over that forest and you're very fast. You can climb so fast and you can zip all over. Mm -hmm. Fast little critter. What are you? You just know. keep
2: saying fast little critter and I yeah. just think Sonic.
1: Also fast. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> but also, yeah. there's
0: so much backtracking in that game that yeah. it actually feels kind of slow.
1: Mm, but sure. the critter's fast.
0: Right, but I think that's... I mean, this is now the debate I'm having with you, <laughs> which is I think that that betrays what is, what is the selling point of that game, yeah. which I might say is more like the sort of spooky discovery of that game. You're, you're a critter in a dark, scary world. Yeah. I think that says more than the sort of like uh, leading with the, the art as, as they did about this beautiful like sort of uh, fairy tale kind of space um i would i would have i don't know i guess i'm not as familiar but i'm i, I do remember yeah. thinking yeah. that like i w- that game was not positioned very well fast um, little
1: critter big scary world
0: uh, okay yeah, yeah all right
1: yeah i can see that
0: yeah working that yeah. also describes rain world yes it does uh that's a that's a really good hook for rain world yes um because that game is brutal and i remember <laughs> yeah. seeing all the gifs of that game when it was being developed yeah and it looked so cool and then yeah. when i learned about what it really was i was like oh not for me but i'm <laughs> glad i know yep. yeah because that's... i think it was positioned pretty well as, as a, a brutal game yeah um, that's how i felt about cyberpunk uh, yeah 2049
2: or whatever at the number Seven, 70. One, one of them years, one of those, yeah. Future. Um, and I was like, Oh, this looks really cool. And then I found out it was first person, I was like, Oh, dang it! <laughs> 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 oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is I hope that this is helpful. For it's tricky because, it's like... especially when you think of like triple A examples or yeah. really successful examples, you yeah. do know a lot more about those games because right. they get more news beats, you see trailers, you, yeah. you tend to know more about them, so yeah. it is not as hard. But when you're an indie title and all you have is that one first screenshot on Steam before they click away, like, it, it it's really difficult to dr- really pare it down yeah. into the sort of distilled reduction of yeah. what your thing is yeah. and in a way that, descri- that describes it accurately. But also doesn't isn't hung up on all the things that it actually is.
2: Yeah, well, and I think that c- being able to distinguish these these traits right is helps you create your whole marketing campaign around it. So like you'll pick screenshots that emphasize that kind of thing. Um, yeah, can, it helps to. I mean, your game might have thirty interesting things. Yes,
0: but you don't got time for that, right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> and people aren't aren't going to pay attention to any of that either. So yeah. like you just have to focus on one or two important things that you think will get players to at least pay more attention and read the description. right? Um, so you, start with, you can start with the screen. I guess the way that I tend to look at like, store pages is I start with the screenshots. I'm like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. Then I read the description, and then I go to a trailer if I'm more interested. Yeah. I think that might be
0: unique to me. <laughs> um, well, I, what that says is that yeah. there's no one way people yeah. discover these things. Yeah. Right, right. So you kind of have so to. You kinda, so
2: you, you can't say three things. Yeah, you tool everything
0: around this idea. Yeah, um, yeah. To 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 hook people, leave on it there. unmistakable, mm-hmm. right? Right, right.
2: Well, yeah, like uh, Hi-Fi Rush, is, I think is a good example of this, right? Like it's just a beat 'em up at the end of the day, but it's rhythm based in the core. Eh. Nah. <laughs> um. Yes, because it's got beats. I already did the hair. Eh.
1: I know, but they can't see the hair.
2: I said, anyways. Uh, <laughs> the children. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beat 'em up at the end of the day, but like it's. Got oh, the... I get it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but it's got a rhythm based hook right uh-huh. yeah, yeah that makes it interesting uh, that p- it makes people look at it more and the whole game really is designed around that idea and so like its hook makes sense for its marketing campaign too yeah. which is convenient for that game but like you you can't look at that game aside from maybe the cover because the cover is just the cover it's going to be hard to describe it you can't look at any screenshots um or footage of that game without understanding
0: that aspect of the yeah. game. Mm. Um that's an interesting example because yeah. I mean, we're talking about the very common situation where it's a difficult task to distill it down to one thing. Right. But sometimes those things do line up. Yes. And you've gotta know when that happens so yes. you can leverage it. Yeah. And yeah, lean on exactly. it. Right. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. So you know I have this <laughs> foolish goal of writing a journal about games I play. Yeah. Don't yeah. check I think I took it offline, <laughs> so no one could check up on me. <laughs> and how far I am? I'm, I'm
0: sure it's in some show notes of ours. Already. Yeah, no, Yeah,
1: no. I think I think I went in there and I took the link and made it private. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because um, I still, I have a little folder of games like games I have recently finished, and it's mm. called Games Journal, and these are all the games that I need to add to the journal. And this this folder is increasingly big. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like. Re-enter. I want to go back in there and I want to try like just writing down this one sentence. I'm still stuck on this one sentence thing just because I feel like it's yeah yeah it's the I feel like it's the way that I would have to get started on it. Well, yeah, I yeah. think a
2: place to start is good. Yeah. So I think it's valuable. To yeah. Think
0: them that way. Um, well, and actually, this is this would be a great exercise for our listeners. Mm. Um, go to our Discord, nicegames.club/discord. Yeah. If you're not already a member there, and one, let's hear about the stuff you're working on. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. But also, let's see if we can get some of those one sentence descriptors that are that are not and don't worry about it being tied to what the game is yeah how what's the first impression you want to leave yeah and let's let's talk about it
1: yeah i also want to try if you have like if you want to try to write one of those one sentence descriptors about a game that you've played and you think other people have played put it in there and see if we can guess it
0: yeah yeah oh that's a good one like pick a game and give it a new angle yeah yeah and see if we can figure out what you're talking about yeah that's good any choose any of these mini games to participate in (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I think that's the kind of thing about this that like is it's telling because you can't really just do this in your head. Yeah. You do you should be testing this on folks. Yes. Right? And mm-hmm. you don't need to do a whole A B marketing test, but like try it out. See mm-hmm. if what you're thinking gets across when you're talking to someone. Yeah. Um and the uh, you know, the quickest way to do it is just to find the person next to you. But if you have a community of, of other players or say podcast listeners, <laughs> that's a good place as well. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I because you're not the best judge, we talked about this before. Yeah. Of like what is interesting about your game? Yes. right. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Well, and also partly because you've got all these systems and rules and all this stuff in your head about this game. Yeah, it's hard to make all that fit into a tiny funnel and come up with a sentence. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know what? Someone in the Discord post a game you're working on, and everybody else come up with a tagline for it. Yeah. Ooh. Let's let's see that. I yeah. Hope. So you got options, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did not stick to one idea. <laughs> and let that be a lesson to you.
1: <laughs> I've got to, when, is this, when does this episode come out? Because I feel like I have to put a calendar. Like, people will be posting lots of things in there. <laughs> and you must go in there and answer their questions.
0: All right, that's our show. For show notes and links on today's topics, go to our website, nicegames.club. Visit us on social media at nicegamesclub, where Dale posts about game dev resources and a retro texture pack. Reply on the various platforms if you dare choose. Or email us, contact at NiceGames.Club. Nice Games Club is on Patreon. Support the show and get stuff, including ad-free episodes. Sign up at Patreon.com NiceGamesClub. And if you want to keep things more casual, just stop by NiceGames.Club Discord and say hello. You could also keep things uncasual, uh, uh, per our many suggestions <laughs> uh-huh. in the last topic. Really, it's on you. Keep it however you like. Mm-hmm. Next week. Oh my, we'll be doing a nice games jam. Yay. But that's it for this week. So until we start again, remember to
1: play nice and make nice.